Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Matt. Hey, Chris. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. This week, three episodes for us to reconsider. Episode number one from May 6th, two hours, eight minutes, and 48 seconds. That's with Joe House. Episode number two from May 8th, that's with Joe House, joined by Ryan Russillo. That's two hours, four minutes, and 55 seconds. And episode number three, that's from May 9th, two hours, three minutes, and 27 seconds. Matt, that's just about six hours and 15 minutes of the Bill Simmons podcast on this episode of the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. Too much. Play the music. Ooh, a heater. On the first episode, Pearl Jam starts at two minutes and 45 seconds into the episode. Which is about right. I don't think there were any big errors in the intro. Do you remember any, Matt? No. 12 minutes and 42 seconds. Bill starts what I believe was a trend in the past week's episodes. He builds up to a swallow with two mini swallows or three semi-swallows in a row. So, I don't know. I saw a lack of fight on that Friday night because there was a point when that was becoming a playoff game. And they just didn't rise to the occasion. Last year, in the Buck series and the Sixer series, Smart was the one leading the way with like the chest out. At 14 minutes and 23 seconds, Bill, he, of the many throat and mouth noises, accuses cousin Kyle of sighing. What's going on with Kyle? Kyle admits was not sighing, was yawning, but didn't think it was audible. Yeah. <laughs> you you realize that? we're doing a podcast, right? You guys heard that. Okay. Yeah, you're like, what's what's he, doing these loud sighs. He had some of the amorosity. Like, uh, that was he, a yawn. I love the audacity here. Bill has suddenly decided over the last three weeks that he is really mad at Kyle for not paying attention, and he's just going to call him out on the podcast. Uh, he has, he has you want to, Should we get Ben to produce it? I got headphones it? on. I can't Jesus. hear Jesus. Me and the Neff were drinking the Amarone. And also, the ironic thing is, Bill doesn't really seem to care about the quality of the podcast. Bill complains about Cousin Kyle sighing. Kyle says maybe he couldn't hear it because he's wearing headphones. I couldn't hear it. No, I didn't hear it. I couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear it. Presumably nobody listening could hear it. Bill points it out anyway. Then Kyle explains probably because it was Cinco de Mayo. Unbelievable. Um, Cinco de Mayo, I'm sorry. Bill accepts this. Makes sense. We're recording this remotely today, Chris, which I'm sure the listener will be able to uh, <laughs> tell because of the increased terrible sound quality. But it's really good that we're doing this because I want to talk about something and I have a guest. Bill is unable to pronounce an Italian dish. At least I think he's unable to pronounce it. An Italian-American dish that my wife, Mrs. L, says all the time because she makes them a lot and her mom makes them a lot. This is our first ever podcast Yes, I know. I'm really excited. Mrs. L, how do you say the Italian dish that's like flattened, rolled out meat that you tie with twine and then cook in sauce for a long time? Brazil. All right. That's not how Bill says it. And it sounds bad when Bill says it. She made brazals. Bill says it as if he were not Italian. Brazals. Which I guess maybe he's like half Italian. He claims 50% Italian, 50% Irish. Yeah, well, he does a bad job saying that word. Today, I want to show everybody to make the sauce with a brazzoli. At approximately 21 minutes and 55 seconds, Bill swallows. Veterans around him. Yeah, to, but you to, could say that about anybody, To though. groom him, huh? You could say that about anybody. No, you couldn't. 
And at 25 minutes and 46 seconds, Bill swallows four times. You know, flip the game so that the Bucks start out like three for 18 from three. Boston's getting turnovers off them. That's the way to come back. I don't think they can outscore Milwaukee. If Milwaukee's playing well, I don't think they can match the points. Mm. It's too easy. I think five is the record, but it was a lot of swallows this time. At one hour, three minutes, Bill swallows three times. The Sonos app walks you through setup step-by-step, and with built-in Amazon Alexa, you can enjoy hands-free control of your music and more. Connect Sonos speakers over Wi-Fi. Listen anywhere in your house. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. During an ad read for Sonos, and again, it's repetitive and it's redundant. Not quite as repetitive or redundant as the throat and mouth noises Bill makes on his professionally recorded podcast. But it's during an ad read for Sonos, which he could reread. For f***'s sake, it's free. (laughs) Just reread it. It's not even free. It's the opposite of free. You are being paid for it. I'm not sure if that's the opposite of free. It's certainly not costing you any money. You're getting paid to do this. Just do it right. Also, before that, Joe House mispronounces Jokic. I think he keeps saying Jokic. And Bill calls him out on it. Bill, who serially <laughs> mispronounces words, calls House out on mispronouncing a word. And then House points out how ridiculous that is. At one hour, nine minutes, and 35 seconds, what might be a swallow or a yawn or a burp, <laughs> it's not clear. But what is clear is Bill should have waited for this gastro noise to pass and then begin speaking. Then the next year, he was out there when they when they lost by, or they were up by 19 against the Rockets in game six. I wrote down, yawn, question mark, burp, question mark, gulp, question mark. <laughs> yes. The emphasis there is on question mark, as in, <laughs> why the f*** you leave this in? <laughs> At 121.03, I wrote down, series of swallows. I also wonder, when you're Curry, do you have to be a little more involved quarter to quarter to be who you are. Which could be a Game of Thrones novella. In this case, (laughs) Series of Swallows is in reference to Bill's Series of Swallows. It still could be a Game of Thrones porn. At 127.08, he swallows twice and then discusses his participation in a golf pro-am. And uh, I ended up playing Last second, they saw me in the course because I was I was trying. It was on my course, and uh, which was an enjoyable story. I like listening to him talk about playing golf with a professional lady golfer uh, and a baseball player, except for when he mentioned that the tournament was on his course. It was on my course. Yeah. Still, one time man of the people, no longer. I don't know what that means. Does that mean like it's a country club he belongs to? I think so. Or he's a member at a course that's not a country club, one or the other. Yeah. Didn't he just say, either on this podcast or one later, like, he just started getting back into golf? So is he so rich that he's just had a membership despite the fact that he hasn't been playing golf? Well, maybe he's just a pool and clubhouse member. It's a rich move. That's what it is. It's a rich man's move. And we'll come back to this theme in a few minutes. At 133.34, during another ad read, this for his own f***ing product, the Rewatchables, (laughs) He swallows twice. Rewatchables 1999, available only on Luminary. We have done two of these. We did American Pie. We did Cruel Intentions. At one hour, 34 minutes, and 43 seconds, Bill says during an ad read for his product, The Rewatchables, on what appears to be a ringer partner, Luminary, Bill says to check out Luminary on The Rewatchables. You can check out the Luminary on The Rewatchables. What he means... (laughs) 
And what his producer should have caught is that you can check out the rewatchables on Luminary, but instead he gets it mixed up. He sounds like a shit. At one hour, 41 minutes and 30 seconds, and this is a non-spoiler alert for Game of Thrones, since at this point we're already two episodes past this, there's a discussion about Gendry, who Bill believes might be pronounced Gendry. Gendry, Gendry. Gendry or Gendry? I think we're going with Gendry. Gendry? Bill then believes that Gendry was named, quote, lead Stormhouse guy. So he became a lead Stormhouse guy. Is yeah. that what it's called? Uh, Dragonstone? <laughs> believes that Gendry was given the head of the storm. No, he, they gave him the lead, the, the head of the storm. Or some new title. They gave him some... The head of the storm. Talk. No, they gave him some new title. This brings me to a problem I have with this entire segment. They do this throne game thing where it's clear that Bill and Rosillo or Bill and House in this case, just don't really... Know, like They're like casual Game of Thrones watchers, right? They don't really know the character's name. They think he's been named Head Storm Guy, that kind of stuff. And then they have Kyle, who they apparently has a decent knowledge base about the show generally. And they ask him a bunch of questions, and he doesn't have a fucking mic. And you can't hear him. (laughs) He's just talking. It's like a a loud echo in the back. At no point did they give him a mic, and then they leave it in there. So half the time you can kind of hear him, and half the time it's just Bill saying something, and then... No audible response, and then Bill acknowledging that there was a response you couldn't hear. Also, when you're relying on Cousin Kyle for information or knowledge, (laughs) it has gone way off base. (laughs) He was yawning like a half hour ago. This leads to my favorite moment of the week, when Bill tries to pronounce Gendry Baratheon. They made him Gendry Baratheon. And (laughs) both names calling him Gendry Baratheon. It is a full-on old man, doesn't give a shit move. Gendry Baratheon. Bill then also believes that they gave Dragonstone the Gendry, a.k.a. Gendry. Somehow, Dragonstone is the evolution of Stormhouse. Actually, Matt, Storm's End? Storm's End. And they go over the Dragonstone thing, and nobody corrects it. Gendry Baratheon. They gave him um, Dragonstone, I thought. They gave him something. This is an HBO show. HBO is, like, (laughs) the biggest investor in the ringer. Yeah. They could just send a guy over. Like some guy wearing yeah. leather pants. Just be like, yes. that ain't it, pal. I will give him this. This conversation made me laugh out loud. I love the fact that Bill was botching the name. I loved House, who clearly had had a few drinks, as he admitted, yep. uh, and was in fine form. The discussion of Aria on a Friday night deciding not to participate in the dead body burning party, but was instead shooting her bow and arrow. So then Gendry goes to Aria, who's you know, hanging out. She likes to just be in the dungeon shooting bow and arrow. <laughs> That's how she spends her Friday night. Not only was it hilarious and factually accurate, a rarity, but it also spoke to the kind of loser that would be at the party and everybody's having a few drinks and this loser decides to go mope and see if somebody will pay him some attention and be like, hey, what's wrong? Oh, I'm just I'm having a hard time. And then suddenly this person's <laughs> getting all the attention. Not that I know anybody who was ever like that. <laughs> not involving a bow and arrow. But I did see a kid once do it at a house party, and he began to throw pots on a wheel that the homeowner happened to have in the garage. At one hour, 48 minutes, and 37 seconds, Bill titles Brand the king of comedy. The king of comedy, Bran. Which is great. Yes. Because yeah. Bran, terrible character, not doing anything with him. It was hilarious last week when Bill correctly says that Bran's 
uh, contribution to the Battle of Winterfell was to summon 15 ravens and have them fly in a circle, but belittling Bran, who is useless, seems to have a bunch of magic powers, doesn't do anything with them. Calling him the king of comedy was great. The throne game segment seems to be Bill's sort of shtick attempt at comedy. But sometimes I think he succeeds. Yeah, sometimes he does. It's a little too much sometimes. Bill, of course, the coiner of the unintentional comedy phrase, himself a patron of unintentional comedy, such as one hour, 50 minutes, and five seconds in, <laughs> but he attempts to pronounce the scientific word for doing it, coitus. Coitus. <laughs> coitus. Matt, you are definitely not a virgin. How would you say this word? I would say it, coitus. I would also say coitus. Let's turn it over to our robot judges. Coitus. 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 At one hour, 50 minutes, and 45 seconds, 40 seconds later, Bill and House discuss the cliche in uh, popular entertainment where after two people engage in coitus, one of them always goes right to sleep, one of them stays awake. If that's happened to you 500 times in life, 500 of those times, you were the one snoring. House then says he hopes that that cliche is not founded in fact because if it's true, he's the one who always goes to sleep, implying, of course, that his sexual partner, unsatisfied, stays awake. And House follows it up with this hearty rejoinder. Five times, 99! At one hour, 58 minutes, and 12 seconds, House, who is clearly on his way down the drain, has this to say about what Cersei should have done when confronted by Daenerys, the dragon, at all outside of King's Landing. She should have iced that whole joint. I don't think these are really spoilers, but we'll go ahead and say there's a spoiler issue coming up with the death of a character in the fourth episode of season eight of Game of Thrones. Now, I have to take issue with Bill's logic. Bill says at one hour, 53 minutes and 26 seconds that he believes the dragon's head was severed. And then another one that takes his head off. But at one hour, 59 minutes and 55 seconds, he still thinks the dragon may have survived because yeah. they never saw the body. <laughs> it looked he like went a in the ocean, shot. but I'm not positive. We never saw, like, the floating dragon That's what body. I mean. Now, we recognize that Game of Thrones is a fictional universe, which somehow still exists in the 1300s. And, and later in the Rosillo episode, Rosillo uh, points out that people are taking issue with the fact that Bill <laughs> yeah. calls it the 1300s, which is true. I'm one of those yeah. people because yeah. it's not the 1300s. But I yeah. like how Bill has decided that it's the equivalent of the 1300s, except for <laughs> dragons. Magic yes. and ice zombies. <laughs> Bill apparently thought that in the 1300s there was magic. <laughs> Recognizing all that, that this is fiction and there's magic involved and, you know, imaginary continents, etc., Bill has decided that perhaps the dragon can rise from its watery grave headless. With no head. He somehow reanimated. <laughs> if that happened and if water were to spurt out of the headless dragon's throat, <laughs> I think it would sound like Bill Simmons swallowing. <laughs> Which is what he does two hours and eight minutes twice, or possibly swallows once and chews. Rewatchables 1999 Big Daddy coming later this week, as well as all of the awesome Ringer Podcast Network podcasts and the ringer.com, where is the place for all of your Game of Thrones content and everything else. Uh, in the second episode, it's House plus Simmons plus Russillo. Bill manages to shoehorn in a swallow 57 seconds in. Well, we had even just today. So many fun podcasts up. And then, once again, the intro is not by Pearl Jam, but at 2 minutes, 24 seconds, it's, it's Tic Tac. At 5 minutes and 7 seconds, there's a 20-second period where Bill swallows three times. 
it feels like, I mean, Mike Malone has more answers because he has more, I think, players who could play in a playoff game. But at the same time, I think he's done a pretty good job in this series. I don't think he's the greatest coach, but he's solid. It's not like crazy to me that he's the coach of a conference finalist. At nine minutes and 30 seconds, Bill talks about chest pumping. A lot of chest pumping when, when things are going well. What the f- are you talking about? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe something? I would go with that. I would go with that. At 24 minutes and 10 seconds, Bill slowly works his way up to a full swallow. I could give you any guy in the league for the next eight years. You can take anybody. How many guys would you take before you took Embiid? Knowing the following things. How much he makes. Injury history. And you just have to hit a home run with this pick. This is... This is it. You, this, I'm giving you a list. He repeats that at approximately 29 minutes and 49 seconds. A long, slow buildup. I felt like the stretch he had last season, the last like six weeks of the season, then the first round of the playoffs, it really did seem like he was going to be Magic Johnson. And then you think about... Bill, who is clearly a fan of the Italian delicacy, Paschetti, says specifically P.J. Tucker. We're discussing Golden State Warriors, Houston Rockets playmakers. Where we talked about some of the playmakers in the Rockets Warriors series, specifically PJ Tucker. During an ad for State Farm, he mispronounces specifically, and it's during a fucking ad, and he says specifically. Specifically. This guy's a piece of work, Matt. At 37 minutes and 14 seconds, Bill again builds up to a swallow. The Golden State bench, I was looking at the bench stats for them house. Because Livingston hasn't been good in this series. Iggy has been playing a lot of minutes and has been, you know, he's been typical Iggy. Gets hurt at the end of game game four. Matt, I'm going to try a new thing for the show here. There's going to be no joke immediately, but there will be a payoff. At 52 minutes and 56 seconds, Bill asks, if he can do three minutes on Boston. Can we, can we do is. three minutes on Boston? Just three. Just three. your three minutes. At the 52 minutes and 56 seconds. At one hour, five minutes and 55 seconds, what sounds like a throat creak. I think there's a decent chance he's eating Pop Rocks. <laughs> Remember how we foreshadowed Bill saying he was going to do about three minutes on Boston, 53 minutes into the podcast? Yeah. Just three. Just three. your three minutes. 13 and a half minutes later, at one hour, six minutes, and 25 seconds, Bill, who is still talking about Boston, is interrupted by Russillo, who correctly points out it's been the longest three minutes. I, I mean, I it's think- the longest three minutes ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's followed 12 seconds later during an immediate ad for Home Depot. Yeah, Bill says built instead of build. Everything to build your, build your house. And then... During the ad, which is what makes him his money and allows him to belong to that PGA Pro-Am country club, doesn't reread it. But he does go on to say that there is free and flexible delivery plus... You get free and flexible delivery plus. Not plus. He then seems to, to get a chuckle out of his inability to read correctly. No hassle returns on everyday essentials and more. But doesn't reread it. <laughs> this ad is one of the, like the best Bill Simmons shitty ads I've ever heard. 
I actually thought first he was unable to say the word delivery. Delivery. Then he says press. Press. Then he laughs at himself. Then in the same ad, he talks to House, who again is not mic'd up at this point. You can't hear what House says. And Bill just continues with the ad. Ooh, a heater. You can always use a flashlight. I'm telling you, I've never gone into a Home Depot and come out with less than like $60 worth of stuff. I just like Home Depot. Yeah. There's a 25 second conversation with an unmiked house. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, Great. by surprise, doesn't bother to walk over to the microphone so the people can hear him and they just decide we'll leave it in. Great. Great. Bill continues his use of the chortle snort, the snortle, at one hour, 27 minutes, and 25 seconds. <laughs> I just don't think he would have said roar. During what he undoubtedly considers his crowning moment of the podcast, fake magic tweets, real magic tweets. Yes, this went on for way too long. And he kept saying how this was going to be the last question and then would change the rules of the game mid-game so that he could continue to do it. Right before this, they're doing the mailbag thing, and he reads a question about Game of Thrones. And Ryan starts to respond, and then Bill says, well, wait, save that for later when we do throne games. Why did you read the question then? <laughs> yeah, it seems like he could have included that question in throne games. Yes, it made no sense. At one hour, 29 minutes and 30 seconds, Bill, who for some reason is doing an ad for the National Highway Safety <laughs> Transportation Association or something like that. I honestly don't know what it is. But it's, it's an ad about train safety. You get hit by trains. He says it can be frustrating to find yourself sitting at a rail ray. Find yourself at a rail ray. Quassing. Quassing. Rating. <laughs> rating for a train. So he throws in a weird W in railway. He then exchanges an R for W in quassing and then says rating for a train instead of waiting. Find yourself at a rail ray. Quassing. Rating for a train. And then why are they running with that? Maybe because of the huge train riding pop culture and sports loving audience <laughs> crossover. Got to be what it is. At one hour, 30 minutes, and 45 seconds, some true insight into the cast of hilarious characters on the Bill Simmons podcast when Ryan admits he did not get a chance to listen to Bill and House's podcast <laughs> at least two days prior. Because I, I, didn't, I didn't get to listen to it. Yes. Just doesn't give a shit. But at least he's not <laughs> wrong about it. Yeah. At one thirty, one forty, swallows. And then we didn't understand why she didn't want to engage shooting fire and why... She didn't bring the dragon behind the boats. At one thirty-six ten, I believe House offers his own mm. that vest. It's like a Varvados one. Mm. It's um strong. This is a Rosillo complaint. Daenerys brought a team of folks out to uh, Desert King's Landing Gate. Yeah, and Rosillo was surprised that Cersei didn't just gun them down. It was his theory that whatever guild of honor she belongs to <laughs> apparently prevented that. Whatever guild of honor she belongs to. I assume what he means is guild of honor. On the other hand, there's no such thing as a guild of honor. <laughs> so maybe he means guild of something else. I don't know what a guild is, and I don't know what a guild of honor is. <laughs> I'm not a member of any guild. I do like to consider myself honorable. At 143, <laughs> Phil is making a joke about Arya's ability to change face and suggests she may have one more face exchange left 
on her Starbucks card. On her Starbucks card? <laughs> At 148.35, there's a conversation about the three giants and Bill again snortles. <laughs> In the most boring episode of the week, Bill talks with his dad about some shit. Then he talks with Boston Celtics radio announcer. I'm not sure yeah. who this guy is. John Grandy. The beginning of this podcast, the third one, is all the things about this podcast that I hate. First of all, we get Bill Dad time, which just sucks. It seems like when they need to fill time, this is where they go. I also suspect that because they were going to have this radio guy that maybe he wanted Bill's dad to talk about him a little bit. And then we talk about the Celtics for like a good 20 or 30 minutes. I get the impression that Bill's dad was sort of supposed to be a co-host, but he almost said nothing during the Grandy segment, but then would yes. occasionally pop in here or there, just so you know he was sitting silently. <laughs> and then Bill makes a point to say during this, well, I really hated this Celtics team all season, but I kept quiet about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, first of all, let's assume that Bill is telling the truth and not just writing revisionist history. What do the Celtics or anybody stand to gain by Bill keeping his mouth shut about whether he likes the team? 50 seconds in, the important Bill is reading a promo for Binge Mode, which is a show on the Ringer Podcast Network, and he discusses how the latest episode reviews season four of Game of Thrones. Breaking down season four? It doesn't. It reviews episode four of yeah. season eight. So he's trying to promote his own product, does it wrong, no one catches it, no one fixes it. But he does mention how despite the fact that his patron, HBO's enormous hit show, Game of Thrones, is ending, the bigger issue is less content for his product. Sad to see Game of Thrones go. It's been uh, so much fun to get all kinds of content out of it. Yes, in the first podcast, he opens by saying that he's bummed out by the fact that it was only a six-episode season. He wishes they had spread it out over more episodes to give him more content because Bill just assumes that Game of Thrones makes their schedule based off the ringer's uh, ability to put out content. At a minute 36 into the third episode, Bill swallows. That one in Chris Ryan's office, actually. The ringer staff. And then we hear Pearl Jam at two minutes and 30 seconds in. I don't have a lot of highlights from the Bill and his dad conversation, but a 23-minute second in, yeah, it did kind of suck. Bill's dad says Bill admittedly wanted to drive Kyrie to the airplane. And now, as you said, you want to drive him to the airplane. Airport, so, yeah. 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 The airport, <laughs> which Bill knows correctly and corrects his dad saying, airport, it's a very pot-calling-the-kettle-black moment. <laughs> At one hour and one second into the third episode, Bill swallows during another ad. You'll love this technology. It's so simple. It's so easy to use. This ad for the Bavarian Motor Works, or BMW, Rich Bill, then goes on to talk about exclusively driving BMWs. Have you ever seen me in a car that wasn't BMW? No. Presumably yes. to his golf club. Oh, man of the people. Oh, he was really excited about this ad, it seemed like. At one hour and three minutes, Bill's excitement bubbles over as he finds something delicious and then follows it with, ooh. I worry that's going to happen with podcasts. Mm. There's going to be a way you can search podcasts ooh. for... Here's a quick rundown of all the things Bill thought were delicious in the last week. The esteemed president of the PGA of America, Susie Whaley, the first mm. female... You know, uh, if there's a survivor thing out here, I'm, I want to put some odds on her. Mm. Uh, you know, she she's smart. She knows. Mm. Gary Harris is 
a really important mm. player for Denver defensively. Mike Malone hadn't left. Mm. So Tating injuries go. and illnesses mm. that he's been suffering through. Face mask again. Mm. Face mask. I thought that was the better show between the two tapings. Mm. Uh, at 125.57, Jesselnick says the reason he doesn't have a podcast on the Ringer Network is because Bill was impatient. Yeah, he really challenged him on this. Bill disagrees. Jesselnick says, no, I said I was ready to go. You said wait until the start of the NFL season. Emphasis, of course, on wait. Bill then yeah. agrees. But uh, you were not very patient. No, that's not what happened. That's ex- that's not what we happened. We were like, let's. You're like, we were doing a podcast, great. And I'm like, I've got an agent getting offers from five different places. And then by that time, football season started. Greg had a thing with his contract. He was trying it was to do the, with the season NFL. already started. That was the thing. I was like, can we just wait till next year so we can do the whole season? Yeah. <laughs> At one twenty three twenty eight, Bill swallows. What right. college? Tulane. At one twenty nine forty, Bill is in an ad read for Voodoo. During this ad, he mentions that the next episode of the regular rewatchables is John Wick 2. And then he mentions that his dad jerks his head up. Where we will soon be covering John Wick 2. Favorite, oh, my dad just jerked his head up. Yeah. (laughs) Here's what this made me wonder. Is he just sitting there doing ad reads and do a mic with his dad on a couch in the studio watching him? I, I actually thought that his dad was still in the room, like had never left the room from the original podcast. This was not a cut-together podcast. This was just one long podcast, and Bill's dad was there the whole time. Just watching him work? <laughs> Apparently. Oh, my God. It's got to be, be a sick child. At, at the very least, he was watching do ad reads. <laughs> Bill's dad is also apparently in the room when Bill says, Voodoo is available whenever you watch TV. Voodoo is available whenever you watch TV. I'm not sure what that means. I mean, I think what he means is wherever you watch TV, but yeah. it still doesn't make sense. If it's whenever you watch TV, all TV is available whenever you watch TV, unless there's some sort of power outage. It's not like you can only watch Netflix between 6 and 9 on Thursdays, or you can only watch Amazon Prime in August. It's always available whenever you watch TV. And if it's wherever, wherever you watch you... TV, it's not available wherever you watch TV. You can't get it from an antenna. You can't get it from cable. You can't get it from Dish or DirecTV. You have to get it from the internet. What the f*** is he talking about? It doesn't make sense either way. That's got to be a read, right? Is he ad-libbing? I think he does ad-lib some of these, much to his f***ing regret. He also can't pronounce contracts. Contracts? At 139.21, a snort. (laughs) I hope they make another one. At 1 hour, 59 minutes and 40 seconds, there's this sound in the background. Because I was like, who would sign up for this? Did you hear it, Matt? I heard it. For this. I have no idea what that popping sound is. (laughs) I can only guess someone has decided to take the lid off a chapstick container on the mic. This has been all the news that's fit to swallow. For Gendry Barathrion, I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. It's like, Ron Jeremy's in the house. Yeah.